Okay. And good morning. Good morning, Republic of Texas Radio. Today's date is, well, March 1923. What does that mean? Two years under tyranny? Hell, a lifetime under tyranny. But it's just different today, right? Hmm. Yeah, it's not the optimistic show, but maybe it is, right? Because it's all the same. Oh, the play just, uh, well, it changes a little bit. The, the curtains draw, and then the new little thingy-jiggy, you know, it starts. The actors are out on stage. It's Wag the Dog all over again, right? I mean, how many times have you seen the episode of Wag the Dog or the, the movie Wag the Dog and don't remember them starting the, the war and, you know, finishing the war and then starting the war again, right? And it's like one act goes on. And I, you know, man, maybe I should clarify myself right now. There's a lot of things that are going on, right? And just this last week, right? Banks are running, you know, oh, here we go, collapse again. Oh, my God, the entire banking system, it's, oh, no, my retirement, my stocks, oh, my savings. You have money in the bank. Well, most of you probably don't. Maybe you do. You know, some people have to keep some of the money in the bank. They got businesses to run. They well, hmm, maybe there's all sorts of reasons. I'm not going to go there. Right? I personally have been working to keep all my money out of the bank, but I have to have a bank account. And okay, have to have a bank account. Why do you have to have a bank? Well, because I get paid in promissory notes of promissory notes. Right, I get these little slips of paper. They're called checks. Now they put them into the the bank, and they give me FRNs, which are debt instruments. <laughs> now they collect debt instruments. Right, you get your stack of debt instruments, and you give them to other people. Right, to get things. Right, it's called being in the economy. But last week, of course, uh, we had a bank of supermen. Oh my God, it's just, it's just torturous. Right, all these people that are millionaires, uh, they put all their money in one bank, and they're like, going, "Oh my God, all my money's in this bank, and now I'm poor, so I'm starting a GoFundMe for myself." Uh, maybe I'll get into that story a little bit later, but it, it's kind of nonsense, right? You know, yes, the banks are going to collapse. When I don't know. Yes, they're going to try to push us onto a digital currency. When I don't know, right? Of course, this is really, this could be that uh, Hegelian dialectic uh, maneuver, problem, reaction, solution on the banking side, or it could be them just like testing the waters or reclaiming some really big assets. But who cares? You know, it's all going to come tumbling down. We've known this for years, so let's just let it happen. Let it be. Right? Sorry if you had your money in the bank. You know, just wait till the, the next thing. But, you know, that isn't even the wag the dog. Like, big wag the dog. Uh, it's a big. Oh, okay. What about the drone, right? Oh, no. The Russians, they, 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 uh, they heard a, a American drone. How dare they? <laughs> you go, oh, crap. Really? So let's put this into proper perspective when we deal with the drone, right? So the alleged drone that was downed by the Russian army was uh, flying around Ukraine, <laughs> looking into Ukraine, you know, scanning and watching and, you know, monitoring and all that, whatever. I don't even know if it was there. But, yeah, they said it was in the Black Sea. 
Oh, the drones in the Black Sea. I'm just cruising around, minding my own, well, minding the U.S. government's business. Looking in to see if there's any Russians that they can kill so they can tell the Putin or the Ukrainians to kill them. Uh, getting information, and the, the Russians finally, uh, well, this is a story, right? You know, allegedly the Russian plane engaged that drone, and one of them did a, uh, a what, a maneuver on top of them? By the way, you can call into this show, but not until after the, you know, bottom of the hour. I'm going to be bringing uh, Alan on here in a second. But I wanted to tell this story. I think it's really important. The Russian plane comes swooping in, right? Dude, he was just like a bad arse. Um, see, I can't say that word. But anyways, he, he swoops in, and he lets all of his fuel out. And he's going to knock down the drone with his... Really? I mean, really, you know, you're buying that? You saw the footage, right? It has to be real. Oh, it doesn't. Seriously? Okay, we'll, we'll keep going, right? And I don't want to be all conspiracy theory on this, but this sounds... This is really stupid, folks. So after the plane, the fighter, right? How fast do those things go? I don't think they idle at um, 900 miles an hour. Right? How fast does that drone go? Really didn't get into it, but it's a prop plane, so let's just deal with about 300, maybe 450, you know, something like that. And then there's this plane, this big plane. It's like going swoosh right by them and dumping fuel all over them, right? And let's just say it happened. And you go, and what happened? Nothing. It just got fuel, uh, and it didn't set off any explosions. Nothing happened. But then, due to recklessness of the Russian pilot, somehow the plane took out the propeller of the drone. Oh, really? Did that happen? Huh. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how you get a, uh, a fast plane to hit a slow plane right in the propeller without damaging the aircraft that was attacking the drone. Maybe there's some kind of a maneuver, you know, I, I, I don't know. But, but who cares, right? We saw the footage, right? Bad Russians. <laughs> did it even happen? I'm just saying, you know, did it happen? Well, the Russians did admit that it happened, did they? You know, they, they gave <laughs> a couple pilots a, an award for you know, shooting down a drone, right, or not shooting out, whatever they didn't. Do we even know that? The media is telling us they did, right? Are, are they lying to us? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. They're all lying to you. They're constantly lying to you, more often than not. You know, your facts are being made up left and right, but you know that this is RBN. Most people know that uh, it, it's all made up. Right, you know, well, okay, here we go. Like, man, I'm telling you, it gets even better than that, right? There's the wag the dog one, right? So you've got the U.S. government faking a uh, a drone, you know, attack, right? And we're like, oh crap, they're, they're attacking our drones now, and we didn't do anything except spy on them and their what military operation, right? To reclaim uh, Eastern. Uh, whatever, non-Eastern Ukraine. And then we could get into that. We could 
it all twisted into, well, was that part of Ukraine and blah, 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 blah. But I don't want to do it. No, it's, it's too silly because the United Nations, well, it's not really the United Nations, right? It's the ICC. They're the gods amongst all gods. The only court, Judge Judy. Yeah, the ICC comes in, right? Remember the other day that when they saved the day? No, they don't save the day. That's a court of throw you under the bus, right? So the ICC, it sits above all nations that, well, will let it be in charge. And it says, I want to see this person. He's a criminal. And so they, they make that edict announcement with whatever case that they do. And they say, Putin is a criminal. And you go, oh, my God, do tell. Do tell. And they said, okay, when he invaded Ukraine, uh, when he pulled out, he took all the kids. Oh, man, he sold their kids? Well, <sighs> is that true? Well, that might be true, but it's not the case. But the ICC says we want Putin, right? He can defend himself in court. But did they talk about those children when they were being shelled by Ukraine for six, seven, eight years? No, I don't think that the Ukrainians really cared about the kids. But that's not the point, right? We've got this unelected, uh, judgmental body that is seeking Putin's head. <laughs> it's, it's great. You ever hear that? No, no, it's a somber day that uh, a permanent member of the U.N. Uh, Security Council, their president, is a criminal. Dun, dun, dun. Holy merd. Uh, I don't know. Is that just too much for today? No, it's not, because we have to go on, right? Because it doesn't end. Right? There's protests over in France, but who cares about that, right? The guys are always protesting. They are professional protesters. They got it. You know, what, what kind of outfit do we wear? Right? Blah, blah, blah. We have the Jilly Johns, and now we're into the, the I want to retire folks, right? But a hey, truth to you, France, you've been retired most of your lives, and you got it. And you've been heading towards socialism, capitalism, not capitalism. You do have a capitalist. Fascism, that maybe that's true. You know, actually, it's probably more true than not. You know, but they've been living this communist dream, and now the communism, you know, the communists, the government people, they're just kind of like itching that. Well, you can retire at, oh, 62. No, 64. No, 60. So they're upset again, the little twenties. And I love France. You know, it's a neat place, the, the mythology of it. Oh, but was it invaded? It, it was invaded a long time ago, in, invasion of the mind. Kind of like what we're dealing with here in the United States of America, the corporate United States of America. We don't have problems like the ICC here, right? They don't screw with our retirement. <laughs> yeah, they do. Anyways, just moving back. We're moving on. But the ICC isn't the only stupid thing that's happening, right? Oh, my God. This is great. Trump's going to be arrested. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They're going to arrest Trump, Trump, that evil dictator. Uh, he's going to be arrested. You know, he's no longer in power here. We have a different evil dictator. His name's Joe Biden, right? Bumble and Biden or whatever the heck kind of want to call him Biden. You know, 
one's above the law. <laughs> so Trump's going to be indicted because no one's above the law. Putin's going to be held accountable because no one's above the Whoa, is that the new song for 2023? No one's above the law. You know, if the, the Russians were really taking that drone thing seriously, we're going to be at war any minute now, right? And then they're sitting there going, okay, here's our, uh, here's our Putin. We're going to launch your head, right? And we're going to send you to the ICC, and they're going to tell you that you took children shouldn't take children. The funny thing about the children is, um, the funny thing about the children is, do you remember when Medvedev, uh, he was the president before uh, Putin? You know, they had a lot of problems in the 90s with their population, right? Because it went from communism to a form of capitalism, which was kind of gang-related. There was a lot of drugs. There was a lot of alcohol. There was a lot of other things that were destroying them. They were selling their women. Their women were selling themselves, right? I've met a few of them back in the, the West Coast. They buy a husband. I see I, I see you there, Sherry. Hang on. Um, they were selling their women. The women were jumping ship, trying to get to America, right? And they were marrying engineers and uh, executives and stuff like that. It was Russian brides, Russian brides. You know, everybody was, it was, a, it was a sale, right? Russia was being pounded, and tell that story a lot, right? But Putin did come in, and he said, no. You know, he said, all those kids, you know, you're great. You're drinking too much vodka. You can't take care of your kids. We're going to take care of your kids. Now, I get it. The state raises kids, and you get, well, state-raised kids. Um, I don't know what that's like, but what about the kids? You know, when they're, you got single kids all over the place. So maybe they have the infrastructure to do that. Maybe they should have sent them back to Ukraine and said, hey, I know you were trying to bomb these kids to oblivion, but maybe you want to take care of them this time. You know, we keep killing your soldiers. You might need recruits. Maybe that's what they're pissed off at. No, I don't know. Hey, do we got Alan on the line? I think I'm here, Steve, yes. Okay, sorry, man. We got Sherry in Kansas, but before I go there, man, did I miss anything? Because, you know, there, there's just so much going on. Oh, the climate cult. Oh, forget it. It's too much information. What are you thinking this morning? Is it all stupid? Or is it perfect? Uh, well, it's all distraction, diversion, keeping us away from um, what... Uh, the, really, the problems are, you know, you talked about the, you know, the ICC, um, you know, the United Nations, you know, all these, you know, bodies out there that are supposedly, you know, there for our salvation and everything. Um, and the most that ever comes out of it is they'll come out and say, if you don't behave, we're going to write you a very strongly worded letter. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like they really want to get, well, I don't know what they want. You know, they just want to be in a somber mood as they have to uh, indict Putin and President Trump. Oh, we're somber. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They shouldn't be so biased, but, hey, not just my thought, huh? Uh, well, Trump, you know, from uh, if you listen back to the shows, I said at the very beginning, I don't love or hate either one. Well, it was kind of hard not to hate Hillary, but... um. 
But I don't yeah. need either one of them because I know that none of them are really there for our benefit, or for the majority of us. They benefited some of the special club, but um, yeah. other than that, no, they, 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 the play goes on. No, it, it, Make it, no mistake. If you look at it as, they, as a you know? global theatrical play, it becomes much easier to understand how much trouble we're really in. <laughs> oh, make no mistake, Alan. Uh, nobody's above the law is the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. But, hey, who cares about me? Let's go to Sherry. Sherry in Kansas, good morning. We've got a couple minutes till the break, so we'll get you in. What do you got? Good morning. Hello. Hey, it, it is so laughable to steal about their... They've got a worn out on Putin. I mean, uh, now I don't know if uh, Russia uses depleted uranium shells, but mm. what we did in Iraq and what Clinton, Clinton's the first one that I know of, it's not the uh, first time that depleted uranium had been used in, in shells, uh, but... What he did in the bulk in the war in Yugoslavia, uh, mm-hmm. he was using it over there, and there was no reason for the United States to go in there. And then, and then, what we did in Iraq, and and what we're doing in Syria, stealing yeah. their oil. I mean, come on, yeah, and. Sure. Well, you know, Sherry, look, look just Funny. a little further back, even even what what we did over in Southeast Asia, you know, with Agent Orange. You know, there are ch- still children being born over there, you know, all all mutilated, mutated, and um, you know, uh, we, we lovingly dropped Agent Orange on a vast majority of Laos and Cambodia, and you know, wherever in hell else they sprayed that stuff, and what it, not only what it did to the country, the people that are living there, but to the soldiers that we had over there, you know, being drenched in Agent Orange and coming back and uh gee all, but all those records disappeared in what oklahoma city was it something like that yeah yeah or, well, or, 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 yeah i forget yeah it's uh pump and dump well pump and you dump. know on that drone that you were talking about opening up the show i heard him say that you know they were actually getting close and uh sending targeting information back to the ukrainians so they could shell into Russia, and, you know, mm. and we say we're not involved in that war. <laughs> Come yeah, on. You shouldn't, don't shoot down my drone. It's not doing anything but looking, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, but, oh, my God. It was the first time I saw that video, right, right after that happened, Sherry, looking at the video going, uh, what the hell am I looking at, right? Because in today's, you know, I mean, you don't even need to deal with a deep fake with that such a low resolution uh, footage that's being pumped everywhere. And everybody just believes it. Oh, look, there's a Russian fighter. <laughs> Hang on. Jerry, hold the line if you want to. We'll be right back. Republic of Texas Radio. I say all or nothing for Ukraine. I'm Peter Serafine with this week's Liberty Minute brought to you by Right to Bear Insurance. If you own a firearm, you need to use code lighthouse at protectwithbear.com just in case you ever need to use your firearm. The war in Ukraine started one year and two days ago. Let's reflect a little. 
the U.S. wasn't going to send tanks because that would cause World War III. Now we are sending tanks, but they're not going to get there for over a year. So the U.S. federal government intends to send money and other support for at least another year. Over 113 billion U.S. dollars have already been sent to the Ukraine. That's over $900 per taxpayer. How much of that money and how many lives have been lost because of our gradual support? We should have either been all in with everything that Ukraine needs from day one, or we should have stayed out entirely. Russia is famous for winning wars of attrition. Thousands or millions more will die. Western support needs to be aimed at winning or just give up. All or nothing. Either way, it will be cheaper financially and cost far fewer lives. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. Hello, I'm Peter Serafine, and I'm the new host of National Intel Report on Thursdays here on Republic Broadcasting Network. I'm a gun-owning constitutionalist who believes that the only role of government is to protect my rights. I believe the First Amendment makes us free, and the Second Amendment keeps us free. If those ideas sound good to you, then join me in the National Intel Report, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Republic Broadcasting Network. In times like these, you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed, but you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that. With the Vermont Bun Baker, you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook, bake, fry, boil water, or heat your home, all at the same time. One of the most revolutionary cook stoves, wood stoves ever, the Vermont Bun Baker is available with or without soapstone veneer, a natural stone that retains heat and radiates it back into the room once the fire is out. A beautiful addition to your home, the Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the wood stove tax credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling 1-866-SOAPSTONE. Don't ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker, all you have to worry about is what's for dinner. Welcome back, folks, Republic of Texas Radio. Hang on there for a second. We'll get back to this. I got to fix a mouse problem on a computer in the house. Maybe it's not a mouse problem. No, it's not. Let me try this. Um, Okay, where were we? We're dealing with, like, Putin and... uh, Sherry, where were we? Well, I just wanted to... You were talking about what happened... Uh, after the uh, Soviet Union collapsed. And what I had heard was that, you know, they already had a, a problem with not enough goods on the shelf. But uh, mm-hmm. when it collapsed and a bunch of uh, people, uh, and I know Larry Summers was in there with a bunch of uh other people, that advisors, and the Russian oligarchs, they got control of a lot of uh, the industries 
instead. Of, the, the people were supposed to get something like shares, uh, uh-huh. but they uh, they were giving up their shares just to, to get to get things to get Good. by. I mean, that's how right. how bad it was, and that's how the oligarchs got a hold of all these big industries that were owned by um, by the state, you know. And, uh, and, of course, you know, and a lot of Russians have animosity towards the United States because they were uh, helping with that, you know. And so I guess things were pretty rough back then, like you were saying, because they... Yeah. That's what people do when when they got to get by, unfortunately. Right. So. And what you're talking about, Sherry, uh, Darren Weeks has come on the show a few times, and he he went down that uh, rabbit trail. Trail. Uh, he went down that rabbit trail a, a few times, and so when the Soviet Union broke up, and I guess this was what you were alluding to, and I can't get into it in a. <clears throat> technical details, <laughs> well, I can't. Um, but, yeah, those shares were given to all the people that were around there, and they didn't even tell them what they were good for. And so when they finally decided, okay, well, if you got one of these shares, that means you got part of a nuclear reactor or a part of a boat or part of a this. But they sold all these little shares, right? And it was a uh, concerted effort by the globalists to get into Russia, the uh, Soviet Union, while it was collapsing, and grab all those things for pennies on the dollar. Hey, you guys, share, I'll give you some orange juice. And, yeah, I would say animosity would be the right thing, especially when you wake up one day and you go, man, I, I could have had an aircraft carrier. <laughs> it's like, wow. But instead, I just got like a bottle of vodka. <laughs> that was terrible. You know, my cat's yelling at me, saying I'm too animated this morning. And maybe that is true. But, but what are we to do about it? I mean, what is it there that needs to be done, Sherry? You know, at this point, I don't see... All I see is everything's uh, kind of asunder, but not well, really. I don't see how we can even uh, go to war with China or Russia. <laughs> we... We don't hardly make anything over here. I mean, we don't even make a lot of the chips that they need in this modern <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Well, what about bullets, right? You know, um, we're like, okay, we're at war with China and Russia, and we can buy bullets from them, too, right? Right. You think they'd sell them to us? <laughs> well, well, I just uh, wonder if these chips that they're making and like China and stuff, and selling to us if they've done some kind of backdoor thing on them. Is that possible? Well, Alan, I don't know anything about it. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. You know, I'd say Alan and I both suspect that just about everything probably has some kind of a backdoor. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. So, I guess... Well, you know, even, even bullets, you know, the... I've been waiting for them to do this. You know, if they can't take our firearms, you know, they're they're going to make um, you know ammunition with a uh, basically a programmable lifespan. You know, they'll make they'll make the primers so the primers will degrade you know degrade you know fairly quickly instead of being able to you know stick them back and save them for several years and or the powders you know put something in the powder so it will degrade over time and it will be non functional after a certain point. Uh, I've been waiting for that really more than gun confiscation. You know, just 
taking away your, your ammo sources. Well, I think they're going to use these crowd control weapons on us if we, oh, yeah. you know, if we get angry. And I, I'm just wondering, I can't believe, I know they were uh, at the Capitol on January 6th. I know they were, you know, draining people's phones because we heard that from John Statmiller. And, um, but were they also, they had all sorts of stingrays there and stuff, but were they also hitting them with, you know, EMF weapons? Energy weapons. Yeah. Yeah, Energy weapons. If I remember right, um, Jack McLam was talking about, uh, the weapons that they used over at Ruby Ridge. Do you remember any of that, Alan? Very, uh, very vague. Yeah, I remember him saying stuff. Yeah, well, hang on, folks. Maybe I'm not the right person to tell that story. But we'll be right back, Republican You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Don't become dependent on the medical system. Get and stay healthy naturally with Extendivite. Metals in the liver cause peroxides to get dumped into the bloodstream. Peroxides do more damage than free radicals to the arteries, and the LDL has no protection from peroxides, causing the LDL to get stuck in the arteries, creating a potential blockage. Extendivite slowly chelates the metals away from the liver so it can dispose of what was meant to be a harmless process, peroxide. Extendivite 7 Herbs has a job to strengthen the organs and circulatory highway. Can you afford a heart attack? Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. 
Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. We're back. Republic of Texas. Hey, we got Sherry, uh, Sherry in Kansas uh, on the line right now. And I, I was just, we were talking a little bit about uh, energy weapons and, and whatnot and so forth. And yeah, back at the Stop the Steel rally in January 6th, they had a lot of stuff out there that they could have dealt with, but it was a setup. And so why did they want to fry people with, uh, well, I don't know, microwave weapons, supersonic, subsonic? I don't know. Right? So why would they use those? They wanted to force those people into there so they can create. Yeah, it's a, it's a different thing, but they do have that kind of stuff, but they're just not telling us about it. But we're crazy, wacky conspiracy theorists to think that the government has things uh, oh, that we don't know you know, about. If you, <laughs> if you look at it in the oh, right perspective, God. Steve, you know, they're, they're, the main weapon they used was Trump himself. Um no, you know, uh, yeah. Sherry is talking huh? about you know about the frequency weapons, and you know, and everyone thinks when you, when they hear this, they think, oh, the high threat technology are these LRAD things, these sonic weapons that they sit up on there on the tank, and they go woo 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 woo, you know, and yeah, it it can be damaging to you. So can be you know being at a heavy metal concert, standing right in front of the speakers near the stage, but um, but you know they've got things way beyond that. They just haven't really broken them out on a large scale and let us know about them. And that's that's why they won't let us, um, you know, they won't have show the health studies that how frequency can damage you. Because well, do you, do you right. remember when radar started coming out, all the radar techs, you know, around the radar stations and on the ships and everything, all those people that work with radar, really suddenly, I believe, a lot of them got cancer and various other debilitating diseases. And then they started finding out that, well, there, there are safety limits that we have to use for this because the emissions from the dishes from the radar that they were using are very damaging to the human body. Right. Yeah, I, I read that, you know, if you had a chocolate bar in your pocket, it would melt it. So what's that doing to your body? <laughs> Nothing, Sherry. Look away. Look away. But, <laughs> but the thing is, I remember reading... Fifteen years ago, on Jeff Rentz's side, he would have these articles about uh, energy weapons like that, and uh, they could uh, make you crap your pants and a cra- you know have a crowd. Um, and then they would they could change your mood, make you feel anxious or some other thing. And they would uh, they could also pinpoint them to like a a foot area and and pick out someone so that what do they got now because i have a someone close to me i said i was talking to him and he said i said that oh there's stuff that they have that they 
they won't tell us about. And he said, well, I know that for a fact because uh, something I was working on wasn't in 2010 wasn't supposed to be released till 2040. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, I'll let you guys go. Okay. You know, we could go down that uh, rabbit trail for a long time. Sherry said it very well. You know, the government has things you don't know about it, and it's their job to keep you from knowing about it, right? And are, do they use them? <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't well, you know. know. Where I mean, do you go from there, back. Alan? It, it, go ahead. This goes you know, this goes back at least, you know, and this is stuff that we that we actually that we found out about, you know, you know, this guy named Doctor Jose Delgado back in the fifties, you know, created what was called a stemoceiver, you know, he, he could they could put implants in and and you know and have a remote controlled bull in a bull ring, you know, the bull starts running at him, he hits a button, the bull stops, hits another button, yeah. and the bull turns around and goes back into the pen, you know. <laughs> yeah, but but they they wouldn't do that to us. They like us, right, Alan? You know, um, no, they well, don't like us. We're you know, not guinea, guinea guinea pigs can be kind of fun pets to have around. Yeah, unless they crap in your hand, which is like possible. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't know. Hey, I let's let me clarify something that I said earlier today. You know, this banking collapse is real. You know, it hurts real people. Yeah, I got this article right here. Sharon Stone was hurt by um, this banking thing. She lost half of her money, she says. And she doesn't say how. But she's crying and accepting an award for something. Sharon Stone, you remember Sharon Stone? She's the one that wanted to oh, show oh, you yeah. her underwears. Yeah. <laughs> the, the infamous leg uncrossing, yes. I know. It looks like she's paying for that right now. She became a star, and, you know, she's old and she has money right now. It looks pretty good, but who the hell knows? You know, um, but she's old, and she used to uncross her legs on, uh, you know, wow, it was so unracy now, right? You know, they well, they walk around naked on TV, and they walk around naked on the movie. All she did was cross her legs, but she's lost half of her money, man. Isn't that just terrible? Like, oh, dude, I so don't feel for you. Really don't care for. Well, you know, Steve, you, know, you were talking about you know trying to stay out of the banking system, and um, but you know, um, I don't, I don't know about the, 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 all the digital currencies. I know it doesn't actually use a banking system, but it does use electronics, which is blah blah blah. Well, but um, but yep. you know, I mean, you know, even if even if you know you're just doing everything on the internet, it's like, well, I'm pretty sure that that you can't pay your PayPal account, you know, account with cash. Um, your credit cards and your debit cards uh, pretty much require a bank account to be able to function. You can't, you know, just run down to the nearest you know place and, and pay your credit card bill in cash. Um, all this stuff has yep. to be done through the banking system. You know, it's very, yeah, it's very hard to stay completely out of it. Now, hell, even locally here, if, if I want I could go around and pay most of my bills in cash, but I'd have to drive to other towns, like, to pay my phone bill. You know, I can pay my electric bill in cash down here. I think they still take cash. It's been a while since mm. I've actually done that, but, yeah. You know, um, as me, as a businessman, I all my money, uh, very little comes from cash. Right, most people pay their bill in checks. 
There's a whole new generation of people. But then, of course, those aren't business people either. And some of them are just LARPing. They're pretending to be in business. Um, but they they only do everything through Visa or PayPal or Zenmo or Bingmo or Binga Bingy. You know, I don't know what the hell they do, right? I'm going to wobble wobble you some some dollars. No, you're not. Give me a check. Right? So the, the question ends up coming down. Um, I've never had a bad check from a customer, right? And that's kind of nice, but my customers are all old, right? At least, uh, I don't know, maybe they're a little younger than me to a certain extent. A lot of them are older than me, but they can still write a check out you know, or print it up or, or do whatever they have checked. Um, the next generation, I don't know, they usually, maybe they won't need the services with an IT guy. But if I believe that, I've got a boat to sell me or a bridge, you know, one of the two, because most of them out there that are, are well, millennials, generation below millennials, they think they understand technology, but they haven't a clue, which is perfect, right? It's, it's really perfect for today's world, you know, a bunch of people that think they can do things, but they can't because, well... I don't know. The, the world. This, this, this kind of this kind of brings up um, a situation that uh, someone you know that that also does you know um, kind of computer you know tr- troubleshooting and, st- and TVs and stuff like that you know uh, recently went out on a call had to drive to another city went out there and ended up uh, the television wasn't working <laughs> and and they and they went yeah. out and drove that drove all that way and went out. And all he had to do was punch a button to take it from HDMI one to HDMI two or something like that, and uh, and people are just helping us. It's kind of kind of like Sherry in Kansas when she called up that time. She said she was working at what was it, an Acura dealership or something like that. And someone bought a new car. Oh and yeah, the car broke uh-huh. down. And they had to have it towed to the to the you know the the dealership, and uh, ended Empty up car. the car uh, the car ran out of gas, and that's all that was wrong with it. I mean. It's getting that bad. And and remember what she said? It was like an Acura NSX, right? Fast. Supercar. What was it? She, they, the dealership put gas in it and called them up, and it goes, uh, whatever, uh, Naval Intelligence or something like that. It was like, what the hell? Anyway, that's a secondhand story, folks. That one's free. Um, but it, it is really good. I, I don't know. The, the collapse of, well, technology, to, to talk to that one point of HDMI 1, HDMI 2, a lot of times service is just that, and it kind of sucks, right? You, you have to drive from here to there, and then you look at it, and in two seconds you figure it out. So that means that I get to do that for free, right? No. Uh, uh, that means that oh man, sucks to be you, kind of. But you gotta, you gotta pay me if I do it for nothing. Then am I going to come back out? Well, yeah, because I, I work for your pleasure, enjoyment, to help you. I wish the world worked that way. I really do, right? But I have in in, in the case you were talking about another one of the guys in town. And him running out and changing from HDMI one to HDMI two, and it's—I know this isn't really about the show, but is it right? Because when we do business, we we have to 
set parameters for ourselves. You know, what do I get when I go and I do the work? If I were the one that had to do that TV job, right? An hour drive there and an hour drive back, right? So that's two hours of my time. I can't use it anywhere else, right? And how long was I there? Ten seconds, right? Not really ten seconds. So, you know, climbing the stairs at that location takes that much time. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a... It's a wild world. I get people going, well, you make too much money. I says, well, you have too much money. Well, there, we both have problems. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Oh, it, I it guess would, it would be great if we could live in altruistic society, if you could exist like that. But no, you know, if, if you've got a business, Steve, you know, everyone, you know, you, you should, you know, there should be a basic service call just for even coming out and punching a button, you know, because you do have, you know, your time is valuable and you have bills to pay. You've got a life that you have to lead and food to buy and you know, everything else sure. you know, that's involved. And I have some levity in my business where I can actually wave that and say, oh, man, here you go. We'll see you next time because you always call me anyway. So, you know, there's a lot of problems. But a lot of people don't. Backing that up to where we are with the banking collapse, right? So this altruistic, well, I don't know what the hell they are, right? You call them a woke bank right? They definitely are woke. You know, um, let me pull up a webpage from them. And, and, and Steve, you, you want to know where I, where I remember learning that word altruism? Um, and mm-hmm. Farron Shove, if you're out there listening, you'll love this. From the land of the lost and the slea stack. Remember, there was the one good slea stack that he was an altruistic, you know, lizard guy. And, uh, and he was the only one that, 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 was, that, that was smart and talked to the people on land of the lost. And I remember it because he was from an altruistic society. And I remember hearing that word as a kid and wondering, what the hell is altruism? So I've known that one for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, that is land of loss. That, that, that hits the space. You know, but um, this thing, this Silicon Valley Bank, I do see that as rich people trying to take rich people's money. You know, they, the, the run on it. Somebody was in on something, but... Of course, nobody's above the law. They're going to find them. <laughs> no, they aren't going to find them. They won't even know. They won't even care. You know, there's so much going on behind our backs. Like Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, right? He's not above the law. <laughs> Who are all of his customers, right? Hmm? Not going to hear that. Oh, we hear that we're going to hear that every once in a while. And then we think, oh, weren't we supposed to hear that? Oh, yeah, we now know all of Jeffrey Epstein's customers. And he's like, oh, but they call them clients, right? Are they customers? Are they clients? You know, oh, yeah, uh, I don't know. So that nobody's above the law except those that are. (laughs) You know, this national security. If, If it involves national security, Steve, then it's classified and no one can know about it, right? Yeah, mm, absolutely. And, and who, who was who was that? That uh, some some political figure back in the past said something like that. That that when 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 uh when the situation comes around to where they can claim something as national security, you're going to be screwed. You know your politics. You can pretty well bet that your politics and everything is is just uh not there to help you at the very least. So yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. It's uh, <laughs> it's crazy. A part of uh, the stuff that I didn't get into yet, you know, was uh, what happened last night. 
it, it, it's rather fascinating. Part of the uh, Russian-Ukrainian story and the ICC, Putin went to, uh, to visit, oh God, Maripol this morning, a few hours ago. And I saw that on French TV, and the French TV people are, uh, oh, look, Putin, uh, is the, uh, he went and he visited the apartment building that they, they rebuilt in, in Maripol, right, after they took control of that town. Isn't that, uh, isn't that great? Or, well, actually, the French don't like uh, Putin anymore. They used to love him 18 months ago, right? They, they loved him. But now they hate him. Hate him. <laughs> the flip of the thing. So anyway, so Putin did a walk around, right? So he's like, okay, we're well, let's look at this apartment building that we rebuilt and this kid's playground that, that we rebuilt. And look, Putin drives a car. I'm going, duh, 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 duh. he's driving in a the car. There's Putin in a car. And then they go to a talking head. Of course, it's a fat female. And so the fat female, she sits there and starts talking. Oh, yeah, Putin, this is a change of, of plans by Putin, right? No, Putin's bad. And Putin just came over there for, for a show. And actually, I don't know, uh, Putin to actually go there, I don't think that that, that happened. I, I think that it, that's just un, uncalled for. I, I, I don't believe it. And then the announcer guy says, what do you mean you don't believe it? What do you mean that that wasn't Putin? Uh, it was staged. She says, I'm not going to get into conspiracy theories, but, you know, I'm just saying that I don't believe that that happened. <laughs> like, really, you guys? These talking heads. And the French ones are the worst. I don't know. Who's, who's me to, to, to say anything? But they're now grabbing the French, uh, what, Channel 4 or whatever the hell it is. They grab the ugliest females and they get the dorkiest guys, right? And they put them on TV and you go, oh my God. But maybe that's just the American in me saying that uh, announcer chicks on TV should be eye candy. God, is that but masochistic? Who cares? We'll be right back as I put my foot in my mouth the entire time. Republic of Texas Radio and Alan's here, too. He's got more saying this morning. <laughs> be right back. Tune in Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 Central, to the Alternative Media with your host, Farron. If you've not been listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules. Like you, like you like to say occasionally, Farron, in your face. They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopted children. Complicit news media all pulling off this gigantic fraud. Rhino, neocon, cups. There's this wonderful thing that's called Vote With Your Feet. Move to California. I am a conspiracy factualist and everyone else is a reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships came out of nowhere Give me liberty or let's give you death. Any excuse to go in and kill yourself for this, this this fraud of a government. This goes back a hundred years. When they come for your gold, give them a lead. And when they come for your guns, give them the bullets first. And God help us all. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee. And I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee. And after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in 
trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee. So I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Republic of Texas race, uh, radio. Misogynistic is the word I was looking for. Misogynistic. That's when, and it's, hmm, I, I was just talking about the news girls over there at the French, um, or I believe the, the channel is that I watch and had say that they're all ugly and old. Um, but that's not what I have a problem with, with them. The problem with them is their feminist ideals and their support superiority claims, right? They, and it, it drives me absolutely bonkers. Well, perhaps the media in general does that, right? Because it is women are superior to everybody month, right? I don't know. What does misogynistic mean to you, Alan? I, I, I Maybe I misunderstand what they use that word for. Uh. Yeah, from what I understand, I mean, you know, you can be, you know, uh, you're, you're just anti-woman, you don't like women, you know, women aren't as good, um, you know, they, you, they used to uh, they used to just uh, kind of reverse that and say everyone else was male chauvinists, you know? Um, uh, yeah, I, it, it's such a weird world, Steve. You know, you want to know how weird the world is, Steve? Um, mm-hmm. actually, uh, I, I actually got, got a jury summons uh, of all people oh they send me. <laughs> They send me. Uh, apparently, they don't know me too well, do they? You know, um, uh, you know. I, I know I'm pulling you off slightly off track here, but you know, I, I hear That's people you know, talking talking about you know how the government you know is is gone. All this you know, this transsexual, pansexual, LGBTQRST, whatever in the hell it is, and you know, um, I'm gonna have to call them up tomorrow morning because I cannot honestly answer this question because uh, on, on this on this uh, form you know for. Uh, being selected for jury duty, you know, it, it says um, gender, and it only has male and female on it. It doesn't even have other. So, 
I mean, I'm going to call them up, and I'm going to screw with these people, you know. Uh, they, they ask another question, are you of good standing and good moral character? It's like, well, that's a pretty how do you uh, that? objective point of view. Yeah, uh, how do you define that? You know, I'm, I'm sure Hitler, well, you don't go there, right? I'm sure Putin would, <laughs> I'm sure Biden would say he's of good character. Let's go there. <laughs> Wow, that's kind of crazy. You know, know? if if I if I had some chance of getting someone out from under, you know, being you know uh, being brutalized by the court system, I would more than happy. Even though I don't even want to go, I think they're just trying to pull me into the courthouse so they can get me or something. Hell, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But but um, but you know, I I I I believe that I'm just going to have to bring up the two words uh, when I make this call. It's like, well, you know, I do believe in jury nullification. They'll probably say, okay, thank you. Don't come in. Uh, yeah, an easy way out. I had a customer last week. Uh, he was talking about getting a jury summons. And, you know, last time he got one, he said, well, look, I run my own business and it's shut down when I'm here and I take care of a lot of people. And they said, oh, okay, let me tell the judge. And then he tells the judge, and the judge says, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. They'll let him close his business. Who cares? Because right? we're from the land that doesn't care. And I guess that doesn't matter. But they never did that to me, Alan. You know, they have never asked me to, to join the, the, the hoopaha. Um, but I'm sure just like you. Oh, great. That's the hour, folks. Just like Alan, uh, I wouldn't be good for a jury because... Well, I don't believe they're not. Hang on, folks. We'll be right back. Republic of Texas Radio. Praise the Mother Earth and the Father Sky. Paid attention to each little blessing in this life. Had a more intimate connection with the spirit world. Learned as a community and equally taught every boy and girl. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth. 